Hey, everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 393. We are at podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I'm Gami. And Wild Spice is here too. Woohoo! You <laughs> sound so happy to be here. <laughs> well, she's fortunate not to have the Katsu Crunch anymore. <laughs> no. You don't say. And my apologies about that. I had the wrong scene up, so you know, we can see everybody now. And I'm doing You can see me now. <laughs> I'm doing real time editing so that everybody has a has a equal has some type of equal amount of space on the screen. Look out world. I'm in a box. Look, if we had five more of us, it'd be like a really twisted version of Hollywood Squares. Or like, <laughs> oh my god, we could all be like, "Hello up there." I know, right? Hello. It's a seventy beautiful reference. Not for yeah. nothing. If I had enough cameras or something like that, I would actually do like Twitch, Twitch Hollywood Squares or something like that. That would be kind of amazing. I'm sure if we get enough. Uh people in who want to be a part of it and it's possible mm, wait, hold on here they're saying i'm echoing hold on that's fixed sorry about that no here here's something here here's something um where you're when you when you're on skype and you're streaming the audio stream audio stream from skype comes in and it follows right behind the output so i have to mute that or else there's echoing so and i totally forgot mm -hmm. that and i'll explain why that's happening so you know in just a bit so we are live tonight week of uh whoa what day is it i should know what, what week <laughs> this is because it's, ca it's, it, 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 it's, it's count it's countdown to catacon <laughs> week of february 12 2019 we're here on twitch tv slash anime jam session and thank you to everybody that's hosting us uh wild spice ichigo gami vogue network everyone we really appreciate that and we're here tuesdays at 9 30 p.m eastern um if you want an encore presentation uh, when we're done you can kind of come on our channel later and just watch the episode so you know it, it, it kind of works <laughs> Uh, you can head, also head on over to um, live.vognetwork.com. If you go there, there's a pop-up viewer with the with the uh, with the stream going. You can check that out. Eventually, there'll be a pop-up on Anime Jam Session. When we go live, you can go to our website and watch us there as well. Um, don't forget, you can find us at twitch.tv slash Anime Jam Session. And you can also find us on Discord, uh, vognetwork.com slash Discord. Each of the live shows has a, a channel, so swing by, say hi, check it out, and have some good stuff. So... How is everybody? Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Tell us yeah, how you. No. Okay, how you... it doesn't work without having a hat. <laughs> tell us how you yeah. really feel. <laughs> I mean, I can, uh, I can go run and grab a cap right now and do it. So. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. No, if any of you have been watching my Facebook page, it is that uh the Portlandia goth going. <laughs> Because this week is very stressful. Shout out to all my comrades in Con, con Crunch Arms. Especially, especially to those who just finished Kingdom Hearts three and they realize Katsukon is like three, like two, three days away. 
Hey, have fun with fair, all the have fun with all the Kingdom Hearts cosplay. I was gonna yep, say, to sure. be fair, I've made my mommy. I made my mommy cosplay from Madoka in three days. Yeah, so but, it can be done. Yeah, there's tears, crying, sweat, and suffering, but it can be done. I'm guessing that's spelled M A M I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, because I heard that way the wrong way. See, but Ichigo, you weren't, you wasn't plowing through a video game before putting your mommy cosplay together. And my, my thing is this. I understand Kingdom Hearts 3 came out on the 29th. I don't think there was any reason to power rush through the game. Sit down and just enjoy the game. It's going to be there when you get back. Or be like me and watch Let's Plays of other people and actually just watch the cutscenes. Um, yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that! <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I can't sit down and do plays anymore because I just, I, I like to physically make things. And you guys have heard this on the show before, but like, I appreciate those Let's Players who I definitely frequent their channels very often. And, uh, and, are, and, and in our chat people. room, uh, TheoX75 says, just, he says, Kingdom Hearts cosplay is awesome. Just get some Ronald McDonald clown shoes for Sora. It's true. Those shoes are ridiculous. I actually thought about cosplaying um, Roxas for a little bit. I I like the story, but I don't know. I have mixed feelings about Kingdom Hearts 3. I haven't played it yet, so... So um, we're not going to talk about it because spoilers. <laughs> just for the I want to get it eventually, but I have other games I'm, I'm playing through. I'd like to get it and play it too, so. eventually. Yeah. I mean, just for the record... um. I haven't even finished one and two yet. I I have one and two for PS2. What? I, I have gamers ADD. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know if that I could turn the web <laughs> webcam, you can see all the games I've I have. I think I finished maybe ten percent of them, and the majority of those games were on my 3DS. I got went out and got Kingdom Hearts two. Played it. And honestly, I, just went I to played the more of the. Honestly, I played more of the side games and finished those than I have the. Uh, Main series I'm kind of glad they ported that to, to, to the console because um, I have 1.5 and 2.5 for PS3. I started through 1.5. I picked up the 2.5. I got the collector's edition from my friend Stephanie, and my PS3 is acting dumb-tarded. So now I have the story so far for PS4, so I'm slowly going through that. So I have no excuse now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, let's go around the room. How was your week? How was your day? Ari, you kick things off while I go grab something something normal to drink. Okay, uh, well, let's see. Um, my friend got me into the Division 2 beta this weekend, and I spent a good chunk of that playing that this weekend. Can anyone else hear me? Ken, you're good. Like, oh. he- like. Like two of us aren't paying attention. I'm like talking to myself over here. <laughs> no, you're good. I'm I'm next to you on the stream, so I'm making motions at your face because you're actually next to me on the stream. Oh, okay. So I'm like, okay, look at Ari. <laughs> I'm just ADD, so I always have to be doing something with my hands. And unfortunately, now that we're on video, uh huh. But yeah, continue, continue Ari. Continue, Ari. But uh, I don't I don't know if you, I'm sorry. What'd you say? No, you're good. Go ahead. But uh, I don't know if you guys played the first one, but it's pretty much the country after a uh, engineered plague outbreak, you know, kills like half the population of the planet and fucks up everything. And so like the 
the rest of the world is, you know, still recovering from what's it's called the dollar flu, which is uh, because it was released on Black Friday. It was like put on dollar bills and spread all around to a <laughs> the consu- dollar flu. What? What, what did oh, I walk back in? Des- from you the, uh, <laughs> from Destiny. Uh, okay. Not not Destiny. The the division. Uh. The 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 uh, flu was engineered and you know put on you know cur- paper currency and like distributed on Black Friday so the most people would get sick while they're out shopping and end up end up killing like a third to a half like people all over the world and uh, you play as an agent for what's called the division when you're trying to uh, <clears throat> you know maintain order and whatnot. Oh, you talking about the game, the division? The Division 2, that was in the open beta. The, the, the closed beta. I actually, open beta starts a couple days from now. I actually have the game. I, when I when I upgraded my build, it came with a license for the Division 2, so I'm holding on to that, because I kept saying I won't pick up the first one for Xbox, so... Yeah, the open beta starts in a couple days, and and they, the full game launches in March sometime. But uh, this one takes place in a DC in like late spring, early summer. It'd make more sense if it took place in Baltimore, because we all know that's a shithole anyway. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you know, in terms of maintaining the continuity of the government, which is what the uh, division is supposed to do, mm-hmm. that's our, uh, DC just makes more sense. It is also very uh, much more, uh, like, con- what is it? All the monuments and stuff. Well, all the monuments, and, and also it's consolidated, and um, I guess there's a lot more, I don't know, it's just, like, more, there's more people per square foot than Baltimore, I think. It's, yeah, it's, but, uh, yeah, the main base of operations is a, is a converted White House, so. But, but, like I said, it's just the closed beta, you know, things will obviously get fixed in the future. And, uh, oh boy, yesterday, I, like, you know, a couple hours before now, last night, I got called in to do uh, overtime today. Ew. I'm just ah. like, oh, God, I'm going to work a double. I don't know why I'm doing this, but I have to go in for a 10 o'clock shift in a couple hours. And until about 3, 3.30 this afternoon, I've been up since 5 o'clock the previous day. Oh, wow. Damn. So I was like, at work like this half the time, like, <laughs> <laughs> Did you at least have some type of coffee with you? Coffee. Uh, yeah, coffee doesn't really do very much for me, but uh, I got a like iced coffee from Wawa at like two thirty in the, like three three thirty in the morning. That kept me going for a while. Maybe you should That's switch good. from coffee to straight up espresso. And that makes me shake too. But you know, it's just about you know trying to just keep awake the whole time. You know. Just keep telling myself, yeah, I'm going to get overtime pay for this. Going to get overtime pay for this. Mm-hmm. And then I just came home, like, crashed for a couple hours. And as uh, Bob Coffee says, yay money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ordered dinner off DoorDash and then just got ready for the night here. Get brain! <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's how things have been going for me. Okay, um... Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? Welcome to the show. First time on cam here. And you're blushing. <laughs> and we can't, and we can't hear, hear you. you. <laughs> go. I'm actually not there blushing to blush. For those who are in the know of makeup, I did makeup so that I don't look like a troll on Twitch. But uh, yeah, no, um, 
I, it's not my first time on Twitch. It's my first time on Twitch with you guys. Yeah, but, that's what I meant. Uh, yeah. Samesies. Uh, I don't have that problem. I'm not worried about looking like a troll, so. <laughs> I, yeah, I just, I uh, thought I'd look nice for uh, the first time on Twitch with Anime Jam Session. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, it's been good. Um, it's just going to be a very busy week for me. So, Catsupon's coming up. Uh, for those of you who are going to be at Catsupon, definitely step by and say hi. I will be doing a panel. I have a fashion show. And then I have two group costumes that I'll be doing for the weekend. Um, yeah. So, that's how it's been. Um, pretty much just working through all the stuff I have to do with that. And then, basically, right after Catsupon, getting prepped for a mermaid convention, Mermagicon, which is actually being run by a friend of mine. And then... Uh, yeah, after that, just commissions, 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 y'all. Like, like Ari, I'm doing overtime to make that money, y'all. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much fine. I, I just realized, as I'm sitting here looking at the screen, I should put a little section here underneath Wild Spice that says, T-minus two days until Capsicon. I have, like, the little image that says, rotate No, that, Yeah, I have a countdown. <laughs> a countdown, or have, like, a little image in the corner here that says, you should be sewing. Yeah, no, like yes, the, the, the actors yes. who are like, we should be sewing. You need to get a picture of us, just like Photoshop together a picture of us that's like, you should be sewing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get that. It's called screenshot it later. Right? Thumbnail. <laughs> Clickbait. Or get an Ichigo and like an Uncle Sam style post like, I want you. To get off your ass and, st and start so sewing. Show me the way. So... Um, yeah. Sewing puns abound. Show me the way. <laughs> get those get those great grains and threads. <laughs> oh yeah, so that was pretty much it. Okay, Wild Spice. How was your week? How was your day, daughter of mine? Howdy, howdy, howdy. I don't have KatsuCon Crunch anymore because I just decided not to go because it's like too much going on and I didn't have motivation to finish costumes. So it was like overexposure to the Gaylord will do that to people. Yeah. So I feel bad because I had to cancel photo shoots, but people had the option to carry over or get a refund. So refunds were sent to people who wanted refunds. Carryovers are good to go. So yeah. And oh, those people good. were good because, you know, I communicated with them and I didn't ghost, which can happen. And that's mm. bad. <laughs> um, well, they are changing and, and, and well, things up, so. I was going to say, and honestly, you're going to have to fight up against the other photographers and with the close profile event change that might, I don't know. I'm kind of terrified that it's going to be worse before it gets better. Like, because it's closed profile, everybody who's not going to have a badge who normally goes to the convention anyway is going to just hang out in the areas where the convention isn't run, even if it's a closed right. profile. Mm. And they're going to try and use the excuse of, well, I'm going to get my badge, but I'm just meeting up with my friends. You yeah. know, like, I'm a little bit afraid of that, which may might make what was happening last year worse, which actually kind of caused me a little bit of a panic anxiety attack because of how many people and how you couldn't get through the hallways. Okay. Um, Honestly, yeah. I'm thinking if they're trying to lock it down like that, it's. I think it'd be easier if they had registration like on the main floor of the hotel instead of downstairs. Cause... The, problem, yeah. the problem with that then is going to be management of lines and stuff because unfortunately, yeah. like if you. Oh, <laughs> you've wait, ever wait, been... wait, 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 hold it, hold it. I just thought about it. Remember, there are different entrances to the Gaylord instead of the yes. main. 
the side entrance on yeah, the right, a side where all the panel rooms are, that could yep. be registration right there. Yeah. But then they'd lose all those panel rooms. Well, there are there are rooms downstairs. There are. Like I know, I, I've been going to yeah. Catcon for a very very long time. I know this. <laughs> I know. Uh, I, like, I, but I know. you have to understand. Um, you have to understand. There are people who are watching us who have never gone to Catcon. So. Yeah. No. Things. But like. <laughs> the reason they have the logistics they have is because they have them. Like, that's just how Katsukon is going to be. And unfortunately, I'm hoping that it's not as bad as it is. But Wild Spice, I know we kind of put you up. I'm sorry. But, like, I hope that it, it's better. But I, I'm thankful that you don't have to go through that craziness. Yeah, because even, like, usually in the past when I Photoshop, it's kind of like, it's all over the place anyway, because in some spots, it's like you have to fight with the, another photographer to try to get somebody in or, like, take turns. And it's, like, it's very cramped. So, <clears throat> and, let's um, not e and let's not even get into yeah. the uh, idol worship of the, uh, the hollow fucking lie that is the gazebo. <laughs> oh, the gazebo. Yeah, I, like, when I do photo shoots, like, at Katsukon, I'm like, we are not, we are not meeting by the gazebo. We're going to meet somewhere else. We are not going anywhere near the gazebo, so. I, I, I swear, you know, if, if this was, like, a fighting game, normally the main stage for the masquerade would be your final stage for the, for the fighting game. Forget that. The gaze area gazebo, final stage. Yeah, you'd, you'd, fight yeah, the, you'd, you'd <laughs> fight Nightmare Yaya on, the, like, a, like, darkened, you know, a darkened version of the gazebo stage. The gazebo is half dis disassembled. There's a thunder in the background. That sort of thing. And she's a ratio four character, and you're just like, shit. Because <laughs> all you what did, did all you did was spaz out on the joystick, and got all the way to the last stage. Why did I pick C group? No. Mm. Professional tip for you guys out there, our lovely listeners: if you want a picture with the gazebo, come into Escape Velocity instead. Oh yeah, it is we're magfest. Well, yeah. Magfest, we don't care about the gazebo. You get sh one thing about Magfest, everybody gets to turn in the gazebo for photography. That's all it is. Well, and I know Katsukon was there. trying to do that. I know Katsukon was trying to do that, and they're getting better about it, but unfortunately, I feel like it's just a matter of they've grown very large for the location. Mm -hmm. And there's not really any other locations to hold a convention that is over 30,000 people in this area. I'm just like, waiting for the day when they say they make the announcement, Katsukon goes to, to, to BCC. I'm just going to sit back and just <laughs> laugh. Don't every Where's my popcorn? No, because he, oh, here's the thing. The convention center. No, no, that Baltimore Hilton will be the first one sold out because nobody's gonna be running back and forth in their skimpy cosplays from the convention center to the hotels. There's no way. To be honest, and if people not do in it, not in Baltimore in January winter. I'm just. Winter. I was gonna say. No, I'm just logistically, saying. they'd probably go to DC's convention center right, because yeah. of the infrastructure there and the computerization there and all the stuff there because it's. The union that serves the food there is the same. Uh, it's Am Amara or something. Aramark. Whatever it is. Aramark is, is the home of the Million Aramark. Dollar Burgers at any convention center, uh, museum, or any place like that, okay? But even oh, yeah, if it, well, even if it like, I don't know. I feel like DC also now has more offerings as far as, like, photography and... And other stuff now with the location, it's just a matter of finding it. Because Baltimore had such a history, and they had the fountains, and they had all the other stuff. Like, But a lot of that stuff's gone now. Yeah, but also, even if they did move to D.C., again, 
running from the hotels back and forth, and anybody, male or female, doing skimpy cosplays in the middle of winter, running back and forth the convention center to the hotel. If you're doing it, I salute you. <laughs> no, really. I, no, seriously. That's dedication. Much it's respect. Always. All right. But, so, uh, but yeah. <laughs> um, aside from not doing Katsu Crunch, um, I just got back from Disney, and I am engaged. Yay! Child of mine. <laughs> I didn't send you to Disney to get engaged. Just because he has my blessing, because I approve. That doesn't mean the man can get on one knee. Okay? Alright? Your daughter, your fine princess, and wouldn't you want her to get engaged at Disney because she's a princess? Or prince? You know? No, 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 no. My darling darling daughter, I love her to death. We kind of had that little period where we weren't talking because you know how parents and and their children don't talk. But this happened... And I didn't know, while well, I'm off at, I think I was at Beer Fest with Ari. I'm just like, what? <laughs> I think you were. And I think this... I remember seeing your post. All right, just so you know, it, there's a running joke between me and Wild Spice. What happened was years ago at Anime Next, when I start, I cosplayed Barrett, she cosplayed Marlene. One year, I think it was Artemis and Diana... And it's been a running joke that she is my child. So, yeah. like your cosplay daughter. Yes, this, yeah, that makes yes. sense. I <laughs> say, are you gonna make her fiance fight you in a duel, dude? Fight though! Fight though! I don't care. joke between us but again my dearling daughter congratulations just so you know the next time i see him i am going to gib slap him because he didn't say anything he'll be a think icon so (laughs) yes i'm going to i'm going to gib slap him and if you don't know what that means please make sure you have him uh google it okay before yeah okay (laughs) because if i don't gib slap him i might tell you to bring him to the room and you might hear the Godfather theme play as he walks in. Stuff in your mouth and be like, "You'll come to the day of my daughter's wedding." Like, You're not gonna ask me to dispose of a body, are you? Oh God! Depends on how well you look good. Depends on how well you wear your suit. But uh, yes, so like, you got engaged. Yeah. And yeah. It was good. <laughs> Oh, did you need that? Did you need backstory? Like... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> you come to me to for my daughter's hand, and you didn't even ask permission first. You, <laughs> you come here. How can you do something like that? That is. There you go. And, done. And, and aside, he did ask my mom permission. That's right. 
So I was gonna say, and Ranma starts his mumble rap career. Oh please! Oh, if God. I had a mumble <laughs> rap, look, look, look! If I had a mumble rap career like that, just so you know, we'd all be doing this in a studio, okay? The money would pay for all of us to be in a freaking studio somewhere doing this, okay? No, no, <laughs> failing. Don't worry, y'all, y'all get gas reimbursements. Oh my goodness. <laughs> gas reimbursements. And That's toll reimbursements. Yeah, toll reimbursements, and I'll book a hotel room so that way you don't have to go back at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, because my, okay. my butt would get home at 8 a.m. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. We straight. Yeah, but we yeah. straight. Wild place. Um, so, my weekend day is just the okay. usual. Um, I, we have another chapter in, in the gaming chair saga. So, you can't see it, but I actually got this. The, the base, the replacement base, funny. <laughs> I have the replacement base and the gas cylinder. Now, I'm going to tell you this now. If you have a gaming chair, get the get the replacement plant, seriously. Because the cylinder and the base is metal, and once it, it once you put it together, not even WD-40 is pulling that son of a bitch apart. So I w- go to assemble it, and what happened is it's the cylinder is stuck onto the... Onto the the main part here, you know, for up and down and so forth. So, so I end up having to order a replacement part for that, and it's coming Thursday. So, well, you should use a URL shortener like Bitly or something like that, or tiny URL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not hashtag but, not fun. <laughs> so, I have invested in a total amount about sixty dollars to replace one part of the chair. And I'm not really upset because it's still less than half the amount of the original chair. There so, you go. Um, I basically am done. I, the MAGFest photos are done, completed, and posted. Uh, the photo shoots are going on my page sometime <laughs> this week. Um, I'm almost done with all of my 2018 photos. I think I have uh, Anime NYC to edit. And since I did this rebuild, Photoshop Lightroom has just been... I've just been going through it, just blazing through it. So I'm happy about that. So I spent most of last week and a couple of days this week just going through the backlogs and just editing all the convention videos, masquerade videos, and posting them, which will be going up sometime this week. And I went out and I bought something. What'd you buy? What did you get? A new car. Just kidding. (laughs) Ooh. Oh, uh, yes, I oh. bought a PlayStation Classic. <laughs> My sincere condolences. So retro. <laughs> Press F for respects. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh my God. See, and we didn't see Ranma for several long months. <laughs> yeah, okay, look. I have a SNES Classic, and it's the same way. Look, the SNES. Only, look, the only reason why I got the PlayStation Classic, because... Walmart's having a fire sale on them for 39 bucks, so I got uh, Target the price match, and I saved 5% on the card. To be perfectly honest, I'm just going to use this to mod it and just put extra games on there. Um, the controllers are USB, so I'm going to try other USB controllers on and just see what happens. It's just more for the nerdy aspect of it, you know? Mm. That, that's all, that's the only reason why. And, but I need to find me a... I yeah, need to ahead. play an NES Classic because there's some NES games I want to play 
and I haven't played in a while. Well, just so you know, the NES and Super NES Classics are out of production, so you better get one while you can. I was going to say, mm-hmm. when they re-release the Dreamcast and get me some Power Stone, I'll be all for it. Um, I would... Let me tell you something. There is talk of Sega doing a retro console. For the record, mm-hmm. all the Sega retro consoles are not made by Sega. They're made by a third-party company called At Games, and they're really bad. There's yeah. talk of Sega actually doing one well. But Ichigo, in the meantime, there are ways to play Dreamcast games on your PC and stuff like I that. I know. Yeah. I, I've had I've had a computer mod before. Like, I've had a Nintendo mod and all that stuff before. I just, yeah. I don't know. I also don't play enough games to, to legitimize yeah. it anyway. And, uh, yeah, Bob, uh, Bob Coffey says it runs PSP games pretty well with the RetroArch score. That's what I'm going to put on there. I'm going to power by RetroArch and just roll with it. Um, but what's funny is that... Um, some YouTuber a couple of months ago actually did a comparison with um, the PlayStation Classic and the SNES Classic, which the SNES Classic was was modded, and they had the P- the PlayStation Core on it, and it was running all of the PlayStation games better than on the actual PlayStation Classic. And what's interesting is the hardware is virtually the same, except that the SNES Classic is a dual-core processor, and this one is not, so... Not for nothing. I actually want Sega to create a Dreamcast 2, a retro-style Dreamcast console with downloadable games and maybe access to a Sega store or a Steam store or Epic Games. Oh, that would be cool. That would be cool. Something like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Like I said, I'm just going to put some emulated games on there and just have a good time with it. The same thing with my SNES Classic. I, I have... Super extra Super Nintendo games, and I have Turbo Graphics 16 games on there, so you know it, it's kind of fun. I think our when mm-hmm. we're at when we're at uh, Beer Fest, I think you saw me playing one of the Turbo Graphics games on there. I think so. What I think I did, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see what's going on. Uh, housekeeping news. Uh, we will be talking about Capsicon next week. Uh, Ichigo will be back and kind of tell us about everything while while Ryan the Valkyries is playing in the background. Um. I believe we'll still be having some Tuesday episodes and so forth. I don't see any breaks coming up anytime soon. So I think for the most part, we good. Um, Now let's talk about a new segment on the show called the weekly shirt slash plush. So as you all know, Mako won't come onto the, onto the stream unless she's not working the next day. So she'll put the camera on her plush. So I have like 50 plus shirts. So I said each week I will wear a different shirt. And I said last week I want to wear this particular shirt because there is a great story behind it. So if you can see. Do tell, do tell. DMNT, good choice. Sips tea that doesn't pretend to sip tea. (laughs) Oh God, this is full of pins. (laughs) Oh, good Lord, child. (laughs) It's fine. Uh, this shirt Water. is called Teenage Mutant Ninja Androids. So I was at Otakon, I think it was uh, 2013 or 2014, and mm. the, it was on a Sunday. They, the shirts were 12, two for 20 or something like that. So I bought two. I have one. Mako has one. And I come home from the con, and my th- then roommate sees me wearing it. I think it was either that day or the next day. And he, and my old roommate just read me the riot act over it. You have to understand, my old roommate is a die-hard Apple fanatic. Oh, boy. 
he hates Windows with oh, a passion. Man. He hates Microsoft with a passion. It's Apple or nothing. But he, I have a coworker like that. <laughs> but there is something a lot of Apple people forget. Apple's OS X is based off a of Debian Linux, and basically. I believe a fork of that is Android because Android is a variant of Linux. So the history falls together. So for some reason, he just got upset saying this was just a travesty of justice. I just think it's freaking cool. Okay. There is a mod of the Android icon where it looks like Optimus Prime. So, well, they buy a lot of their parts from Samsung, which has been an Android brand for a long time, but no shade. Well, there's been talk of them switching over to LG and some other places, but you know that that yeah. that's that's uh, that's a different podcast. We don't do tech here. <laughs> you might want to listen to um, a Bitwit or Wan show for that. <laughs> I, got next, right. when you, I mean, if you're done with yours, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have no idea how badly I marked out when I saw this for the first time. <laughs> When uh, Pokemon Go was, you know, really booming and uh, people were jumping on, like, Valor, Instinct, Mystic, and, like, Moltres, Articuno, and Zapdos fighting. And us old school fans who remember the first early movies, especially me, like, the second movie is one of my favorites, are me thinking, too. <laughs> well, Moltres, Articuno, and Zapdos fighting. This, like, yeah, the last time that happened, the fucking world almost ended. Yep. And, you know... That, Lugia had to step in and be like, oh, like the Pokemon equivalent of, okay, what are you assholes doing this time? <laughs> and that's, and the whole disturb not the harmony of fire, ice, and lightning, that's where Team Harmony comes from. Yay! And, you know, if, if Team Harmony had a boss, no one would probably be me, but he'd stand on the sidelines watching those, those three go out like, Oh my god, I can't take my eyes off you fucking people for five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know my history with the anime, and I know that those three fighting is a very bad prospect. Well, so yeah, that's happens. when people ask me about it, I'm like, yeah, I'm Team Harmony, bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Yeah, it happens, it happens. Alright, anybody else have a fancy shirt they wear and they want to show off? Going once, going We're twice. Kind of merch. Uh, sold American. All right. <laughs> Next up, um, th this, this is one of the. I remember watching ECW wrestling a very long time ago. I don't remember what was happening, but I remember Joey Styles said something that goes the shot that was heard all around the world. It was basically the, whatever the chair shot heard around the world. That's what it was. Chair shot. Yeah. It had a, like, Tommy Dreamer had Raven crucified on a steel cage, had a chair in hand, screamed at the top of his lungs, and went, ah! and then smashed him over the head with it. <laughs> it was, like, in their promo packages for, like, forever. That's what and it was, was immediately followed by, you know, Dreamer and the audience going this, ah! Well, one fan had a sign next to him that said, Lawler must die. <laughs> All right. Now, the only reason why I brought that up, and Ari, thank you for the backstory on that. Um, mm -hmm. was Funimation's announcement. Um, they had mentioned previously that they were replacing uh, Vic Mignogna with Ian Sinclair and one of their simul dubs. Um, I forget the name of it off offhand. Um, anybody wants to find it, go right ahead. So, Funimation made a follow up announcement 
yesterday saying they did their internal investigations and they are no longer casting Vic in any future projects. <laughs> and the internet anime fandom had a collective shit bricking. Okay. Those that were shocked that it happened and those that were happy that it happened, which I totally get. Now, we did talk about this a couple of weeks ago. And we really didn't take a side in all of this. All we said was, believe the victims. Listen to them. That, that, that's it. You can say Vic is innocent or Vic is guilty. That's all on you and your conscience. But as long as you listen to the victims and understand what they're going through and believe them. As you can see, Funimation did their thing and a lot of people were happy about it because it was a long time coming. And there are fan, there are stands that are actually aggravated by this. I've had a couple of uh, Vic fanatics come after me on Twitter, which I've said my piece and blocked them because I have no time for this. Now, uh -huh. again, I said, you know, Anime Jam Session as a whole was going to more or less stay neutral in all of this until everything to all the facts and everything came out and because of this i and i know my staff stands behind me that we will follow we are following the hashtag kick vic uh hashtag i believe the victims we that's that's who we're standing behind during all of this and and i understand a lot of people are arguing that he can't help this this was part of his upbringing well let me tell you a little something I was raised by three generations of angry Southern black women. And I was also three generations of Baptist church. And that, that, that's a few steps underneath uh, born again uh, Christianity. It, it, it's kind of crazy. There are things in that church that I never agreed with. And I rebelled right away. It wasn't something that I wanted to do. I think what got me out was my best friend from high school. When he took me to his church and I realized... You can worship in different ways. And that's how it was. That's why, you know, when I see the accusations with Vic and the stuff that he's done, and I'm like, I get it. And I understand why he do does these things. But it isn't right, nor is it fair. Because you can get out of it. I did. And I understand when it comes to religion, it can go one of two ways. You can embrace it as a whole. Or reject it as a whole. Maybe it's a third where you reject it and you just find your own ideals. I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. And that's all that matters to me. With Vic, he is deeply religious and he holds that above all else. And, you know, and I'll say, I've heard the stories about him being an asshole to staffers and so forth. And I understand that his fan club, the Risen Bull Rangers, is just... It's like the second coming of the Branch Davidians, okay? And it's also kind of, it's kind of creepy that his mom is is like the main admin for the group. Yes, Ari, I made the same ex facial expression as you when I found out, and I'm just like, what the hell? But I thought that he had actually changed because I had heard stories about him calming down and being a lot more respectful to staff and stuff. I'm like, okay, fine. And then we did an interview with him like a couple of years ago about 
him and his life, and we talked to him about confronting um, the Bible thumpers at Triad Anime Festival uh, and, um, in North Carolina. And I thought, you know, I kind of thought that was like a redemption for him. I always knew he was a religious type, but I mean, he actually fought, you know, for the fans. And I thought this was something good that he did. And some are saying, you know, any person could do that. That may be true, but you find me a voice actor in the industry that can spit Bible quotes like that. Just say, if there is someone that can, they get all the props in the, in the world for me. And then, about around this time last year, I'm hanging out with some voice actor friends of mine, and I'm hearing stuff about him, and I'm just like, well, I can't sit here and defend him because I can't, what's the point of me defending him someone that I don't, I only know through interviews and so forth compared to people that actually work with him. Those who work with him know him better than I would. And then I'm hearing more about his antics earlier this year. So it's gotta go. And to be perfectly honest with all of that, I can't sit here and stay on the sidelines. I can't like defend him. I don't see a point in defending him. I can't understand why people would. I mean, I get why, but part of my head just can't wrap it up. Might wrap it around fully, you know. And the thing with him uh, in North Carolina, because nowadays it just looks like you know broken clock being right twice a day. Well, yeah. And basically, the only con that's is going to have him is Anime Matsuri, and I bet you all the Golden Fort Knox they're going to they're going to give him the big auditorium from RoboCop Two for his panel and his Sunday morning service. Oh, it's 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 going to be really bad. I, I would not want to be a fly on the wall of that panel. I mean, imagine walking into a panel room full, an army full of yes people. And I'm not talking Daniel Bryan. Yes, I'm talking people who are who are eating up his words. No. Oh, God. And as Bob Coffey says, it just sounds kind of creepy, to be honest, especially considering his age and stature. You would figure he would be able to, to hire, you know, an agency to handle that kind of stuff. Well... The thing is with Vic, he has a lot of stroke and he believes he has a lot of power. And from my understanding, there are people above him who saw him act the way that he did and didn't do anything about it. And we're talking about people above him who have the power to basically destroy his career. Well, he destroyed his own career. He's 56. He should be able to sign up early for Social Security and retire. He's a lot, oh, he's a lot younger than he looks. Photoshop's an amazing tool. Ouch. Photoshop, Botox, you know. Anybody else have want to say something about this before we move on? No, I'm good. Okay. All right, let's get on to the brighter side of things. Ichigo, Dragon Miss Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Oh, I knew this article was gonna be mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So yeah, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid season two anime uh, has been announced. Uh, it, for the television for TV, and uh, in the article they presented as "Hello there, guys and gals. You read the title right. We are finally getting a Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid season two TV anime, also known as Kobayashi-san Chino Maid Dragon." Sadly, no specific date has been announced yet, but we can expect its premise for twenty or his, its premiere for twenty nineteen. Uh, the anime series is based on a manga series by Kukyo Shinja, 
the anime revolves around an adult named Kobayashi who's just living her life as a normal person until a dragon appears on her door who changes her life completely. MAL describes the story as uh, Kobayashi sets off for another day at work. She opens her apartment door only to be met by an unusually frightening sight. The head of a dragon! Um, it turns out that the stoic programmer has come across the dragon and on a drunken excursion made basically a pact with the dragon for the dragon to become her maidservant. So despite being extremely efficient at her job, the maid's unorthodox methods Toru is the maid, by the way, of housekeeping often end up in a horrifying way. And Kobayashi, at times, has more trouble than help. Um, yeah, the manga has a solid rating of 8.07, and the first season of an anime got even higher ratings than the manga, with 8.17 on MAL, which is pretty impressive. The show might seem strange at first, but eventually grows on the person, and it's definitely worth a watch. If you can read the manga or the anime, uh, no info, uh, no further information has been released um, concerning season two. But uh, if you keep an eye on the announcements, it's something to look forward to. And I have to say, I like Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. It's like a reverse All My Goddess in a way, you know? I think it's a wholesome little... It's kind of a reverse harem, but yeah. like it's wholesome... And it's cute, and I I think it's adorable. I haven't seen it yet. <clears throat> you should. You would be a pretty, yeah. You would be a pretty decent Kana. <laughs> yeah, you'd be Kana. Mako is Kobayashi, and Ichigo is Toru. I could be Eruma. Yeah. Y- <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> Business dragon. I'm just what can I say? Irma's best dragon. I mean, if she had a figure, I would actually, I would actually buy it. You know. Wow. All right. Well, moving on. All right. There we go. Now we've we've seen kickstarters for a lot of projects, including for anime, but this one's kind of interesting. There is a Kickstarter for a food truck anime. It's called Okamoto Kitchen. Yes. I love food anime. Here's the thing. This is based out of L.A. So this is really cool. Nice. So prospect of merchandising. Something like that. As it goes, it's based on the real-life experiences of the actual food truck called Okamoto Kitchen with Gerald and Chizuro Abram. The anime follows Umasaki Haru, a girl who moves from Japan to L.A. and is caught up in the world of food trucks. I will say one thing about uh, Anime Matsuri right outside the hotel. It's just a long line of food trucks, and I'm just like, yes. And if you were at Otakon the last couple of years, there was a food truck like right outside when you come out of the rave, and it's like... I must have missed that. Yeah! Yeah, I'm like, they got yeah, they're all like out on the side. Yeah, they were out till about. Oh, I didn't go to the rave, so there you go. Yeah, they're out till about three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, y'all got my money. <laughs> I mean, and and what I'm just saying on the side, and what was awesome was you're getting food from the food truck. Y'all just sitting out eating. You just talking to people. It was just like a total chill, like on on the stoop type uh, moment. But um, a good social galvanizer. Yeah, and basically, this girl Masaki joins. Um, 
the Okamoto, the Okamoto kitchen staff. So it's basically an interesting antics of being back here. It's like I think it's like a slice of life meets food. So. <laughs> now I'm excited. Now the Okamoto kitchen. It'll feature the work of animation supervisor Saito Takuya, who worked on Sailor Moon and One Piece. And Christina V is attached to it uh, as part of the dub, which she has worked on Sailor Moon and Hunter Hunter. The initial goal is $48,000 to do to fund the staff for a comic dub-esque series, which will run about three to five minutes. Stretch goals are $98,000 to $150,000, which will increase the amount and length of episodes. If they hit $340,000, they can animate a 22-minute pilot episode, which is kind of cool. Oh, wow. And Mm. right now, they are halfway there. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'll post a link to the Kickstarter in our chat here. Um, And it started eight days ago, so they have plenty of time for it. And they have other uh, trucks, like truck crews on their uh, Kickstarter page, like this one for uh, Dumpling Diva, which... Mm. uh, Dumpling Diva. <laughs> oh boy, look at Rodney. That's one of the characters on Rodney, Ling, and Layla. I kind of want a food truck anime similar to uh, Food Wars. I kind of want something like that now. It's Food Wars meets Great American Food Truck Race. I want yeah, something I was like say, that. Guy Fieri. I Andy want a parody of Guy Fieri in there. That. So, Guy Fieri is a cartoon character. Yeah, I was gonna say he, he translates real well. Well, I mean, he—I mean, actually, you know, you're right about that. I mean, he does have a stand called Flavor Town. <laughs> Flavor Town. Well, Mari certainly liked the uh, Yankee Boys ooh, food ooh. truck. He would be the protagonist. I like the Dumpling Diva one. That's ooh. cute. And then his enemy would be Alton Brown. Anyone? <laughs> I no. don't know. I feel like that would be a fun, like, juxtaposition. Oh no, I, no, here it is. Here it is. We have a food truck for Ichigo. Food truck. Made food truck. She's, you're standing there with a firm, just like this, and, you, and you're holding utensils, and it's like five maid girls standing behind you with their heads sticking out, and Mako is in the, in the van blowing a horn like, we gotta go. And you can hear sometimes, and the music is kind of similar to Iron Chef, you know. That would be yeah, kind yeah, of awesome. Mako would be the one like carrying a kendo stick and wearing like heavy geta sandals. I can see that. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was laughing at um, which one? The sexy spaghetti. I'm like, oh my god, Bruh. Oh my goodness. Um, I, and just, I like I like the I like the Yank sorry the Yankee boys I like them too they're cool. um I'm looking at this looks like I may have a possible cosplay here it looks like which one Rodney yes this looks like stuff look he, he looks like Ronma I mean I have that in my closet <laughs> I didn't want to say it out oh loud God. because I'm pretty sure everyone else was thinking it <laughs> I'll be Ling or Layla whatever I don't care I'll be one of them let's do it because I'm like. <laughs> Rodney looks like a black guy cosplaying Ronma. I'm like, uh oh. It's okay. That I, that I would I'd be okay with. The the I see Ari. I can see you as, as uh Taizo with from the Yaki Boys. I don't know if I can get my hair in that uh giant ass <laughs> pompadour though. Yes. 
I guess with sexy spaghetti, I guess it's it's the mom. Chico looks hot though. The, sexy spaghetti is the moms of the food trucks. <laughs> I mean, oh, if you look bro. at it, just say it. They're showing you what happens if you try to make a career out of being in a food truck. No, I don't know. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, okay. I I think we've kind of. If run these women turn out to be Italian American, I'm going to feel so attacked. Yes, make well, it like the anime well, that people were talking about where it was the, oh no, it was like a food competition where it's just Italian grandmothers giving you instructions, <laughs> or like people's grandmothers with like recipes from like the old country where it's like a pinch of salt. So like an eighth of a it's teaspoon called, um, a pinch. Yeah, yeah, it's called Pasta Grannies. It's a YouTube channel. No, but what? there's... Also, there is... See for a, yourself. I'm not kidding. There, there's a restaurant in Staten Island where they hire, um, like, Italian-Spanish grandmothers to come in and make the recipes, like, once a day or something yeah, like I've, that. Yeah, I've seen that. It was I, in a documentary. I want to go there. It looks good. All right. Uh, Ari, what's going on with Bondi? Okay, we're grinding up the gears here <clears throat> from silly and nonsensical to just straight business talk. Um... <laughs> Plex subsidiary is going to absorb Tamagotchi developer Wiz. Uh, Bandai Namco Holdings announced on Wednesday that it is merging the subsidiary for a toy company and Tamagotchi maker Wiz, and the Plex toy company of the Bandai subsidiary dissolving Wiz as a company effective April 1st. That sounds like an April Fool's joke, but okay. Mm. Akihiro Yokoi, previously employed at Bandai, founded Wiz in 1986. The company was best known for developing the Tamagotchi and Digimon toy lines and franchises. Wiz acquired the Production Reed Anime Studio in 2006, itself a previous subsidiary of the Bandai Group, but sold the studio in 2009. The company's profits began to dip in 2010, and Bandai Namco Holdings acquired Wiz in 2016, making the company a wholly owned subsidiary. Poppy founded Plex in 1981 under the, plan, under the name Poppy Planning Studio. Poppy changed the company's name to Studio Plex in 1985 when Bandai Namco Group acquired Poppy, and Studio Plex then changed the name to just Plex in 1990. And in 2007, Bandai Namco Group merged Poppy and Plex together. You know, it sounds like banks around here are merging and re-merging with one another constantly. You know, that reminds me. I was I, I there's a show from back in the day called The Practice, and they did a spin-off show called Boston Legal. I never got a chance to watch it. I've been watching it now, and one of the things I noticed in the first season, the Fleet Center. In Boston. Yeah, Fleet. Yeah, Fleet. Yeah, Fleet Bank. Remember Fleet Bank? They got. You're talking to a guy who watched the Spectrum and the Center change names like half a dozen times within a decade. Well, Fleet was was a was a was a was a bank was a, was a banking company which got acquired, I think, by Bank of America. So yeah. Yeah, you know, it's Core State Center, then like Wachovia Center. Yeah. Now it's, it's now Wells Wachovia. Fargo Center. I forgot yeah. the other names it had, huh? If it wasn't Fleet, it was Wachovia. One of them got bought, you know, ended up part of Bank of America, something like that. And going back to our last story, Kane23 says Taizo is, jo- is Josuke with a Jotaro jacket. Yada, yada, yada. Okay, um. Now, it looks like we have some more news about Bondi. Dum, dum, dum. Two for one special. Two for one. Ha-ha! 
Oh, I'm taking this one as well. Okay, my bad. <clears throat> uh, Bandai Namco Holdings announced on Wednesday that Sunrise President Yasuo Miyakawa, pictured right, I'll put the link in the chat for everyone to look at and read along. Right. So they can see pictured right. <laughs> All right mm-hmm. Side note um, Fleet was acquired by Bank of America, Wachovia was acquired by Wells Fargo. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, Wachovia. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Yasuo Miyakawa was soon role president of Bandai Namco Entertainment on April 1st. The company's current president, Satoshi Oshida, was retiring and taking on an advisor role with Bandai, with Bandai Namco. Miyakawa has been working on Bandai since 1981. In addition to serving as president of Bandai Namco's animation production company, Sunrise, it was also president of, its, of Bandai Namco Pictures, which is children family focused. Sunrise senior director Makoto Asanuma will take Miyakawa's place as president of Sunrise. Asanuma joined Bandai Networks in 2000. He has been senior manager director of Sunrise since April 2018. Bandai Namco Holdings restructured in its subsidiary companies last year. Video game developers Bandai Namco Entertainment is the main arm of the conglomerate's network entertainment divisions, while animation production company Sunrise is the main arm of the conglomerate's IP creation divisions. Hmm. So yeah, if you're in the business stuff like this, this is big news, I guess, but... Well, not as big as what Activision Blizzard just did. <laughs> oh boy, what did they do? Oh, they laid off 800 people. Oh, right, that, yeah. yeah 8% of the workforce. Wow. Yikes. Trust me, I know that feel all too well. But anywho... Unfortunately, my article doesn't make it any better. I know. As the song title goes, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. So, Tokyo Manga Bookstore comic... Tako, it was Takaoka is to close after a century of service. Although, respects. I know, right? It didn't start out as a manga specialty store. Comic Takaoka became one of the most iconic manga stores in Tokyo in the 1970s. But now after a long and storied history serving manga to fans of all stripes, Comic Takaoka is set to close at the end of March of this year. So, darn it, right before I get there. Uh, the sad thing is it kind of sounds like a lot of bookstores here that's been closing left and right, you know? Yeah. If the, Comic- if, if the Strand closes, then you know it's over. Yeah. Comic Takaoka originally opened in the late 1800s under the name Takaoka Shoten, or Takaoka Bookstore. It's located in Jimbocho, the famous bookseller district in Tokyo. The bookstore explained that it was closing due to a recession in publishing influenced by the permeation of ebooks. Business had not been doing well, and for the past five years, uh, the business was bad. So a notice was on the front of the bookstore, and it informed customers of the store's imminent closure and thanks for their support over the past century of business. Well, that's kind of sad. Yeah, it's it, mm-hmm. it's like you know, bookstore chains or whatever. They can buy X amount of books and put it at a certain cost. Whereas individual bookstores, they really can't do that because of how the number of books that they buy. So, well, and also like they were saying, a permeation of the ebook industry and people also moving to having less, I guess, book wise, um, and. I think also the publishing issues that we talked about with piracy and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I'm sure 
had a lot to play with the way the business is going now for a lot of booksellers. Yeah, and you know, and I think you know what, what like what Barnes and Noble is doing. They're selling ebooks, <coughs> tablets, and stuff to kind of keep up. You know, or of, rental books. A lot yeah. of colleges have gone to rental books to make up the yeah. difference. Mm-hmm. And as Theo X seventy five says, whenever a bookstore closes, it's a bad sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where I used to get my werewolf, the apocalypse, and D and D on y'all orders. Yeah, I mean, where else you gonna go and sit there and drink some semi-decent coffee and read through a thumb through a book? True. Yeah. Sad. Um, I've done a lot of talking here, uh, and I just realized you've been quiet, Wild Spice. So the last story is yours. <laughs> All right, let me get this here. All right, so live-action battle Angel Alita doll features rolling eyeballs and over 30 movable parts. Wow. Ah. Advancing those uh, (laughs) figures there. (laughs) Oh, man. There you go. Okay, so a 1-6 scale figure of Alita based on James Cameron and Robert Rodriguez's Hollywood film retelling of Battle Angel Alita will go on sale in January 2020. Um, the figure will replicate Alita's large anime-esque eyes and will contain over 30 movable parts. <laughs> Even her... Oh, her eyes? Some of the movable parts? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, you can creep. Eyeball <laughs> rolling <laughs> intensifies. <laughs> Even her eyeballs can be moved, allowing figure owners to manipulate her expressions and replicate a number of poses from the film. Additionally, the figure will come with a blade and her heart, which is attached to her chest. There will also be various foot and hand parts, as well as her black vest and pants. The figure is going to cost a whopping 32,000 yen, or $291.60 in U.S. Oh my god! Ooh, that's a lot of money. But for, for, how, for how articulate it is, I'm not surprised. And it's available for pre-order from Hot Toys Japan. Sadly, the parts won't be as large as the ones Ichigo had. But mm. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, it says, Yukito Kishiro's Battle Angel Alita manga ran in Shuisha's Business Jump magazine from 1990 to 95. And the live-action adaptation will release in the United States on February 14th. It is not a Valentine's Day movie. I doubt that. And in Japan on February 22nd. As I said, your Valentine's Day, dinner, movies, whatever. My Valentine's Day, Battle Angel. That's the way I look at it. Still not my favorite Aelita, though. My oh, Valentine's well. Day, Who is your favorite Aelita? when they start to mark chocolate 50% off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What'd you say, Rama? What is, who is your favorite Alita? The one from Code Lyoko, obviously. Uh... Well, you have to understand, Cold Leo was one of those I really w- wanted to watch, but I never got a chance to really catch up with the show as a whole. So, Only like the first two seasons are on DVD. Yeah. I only have the one. And all the episodes except the last two are out of order. It's that's that episodic. Gotcha. I actually want to get all of Hi Hi Puffy on Yumi on uh, DVD. I actually like that show. Um, let me adjust the music now. Also, another reason why we kind of started late was I had, I used to have, I used to use Winamp to play all the background music for the show. 
And then when we started going live, I had VLC playing in the background for the video intros. And what I did was tonight was move everything to one playlist on VLC. And I forgot to put in the opening intro. I was like, shit. But, um, over the years, we've called this, um, strange news from Japan. We recently changed it to Oh Japan. And given the style of the articles. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. It's the, for some reason, it's the, it's the audio, it's the playback on that. That was my mistake. My bad. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Because I lost, tra I lost my train of thought. God damn it. I'm sorry. You're talking about the names of the uh, Japan articles. Yeah. So now we're calling it Meanwhile in Japan. So. There we you go. Gotta say it, and I like the old, like, Super Friends announcer for Meanwhile in Japan. Alright, alright. Meanwhile in Japan. Let's see what Mako left us. Oh, by the way, we didn't even say why she wasn't even on the show tonight. Christ. Uh, Mako-chan had dental surgery done, so... And she's losing her voice, so... She can't. She gets that sweet, sweet Vicodin. No, kidding. Mm. Just kidding, kids. Don't, don't do drugs. They're, they're bad. They're bad, okay. And I'm looking at these articles. I kind of want to take a step back and let y'all fight over these art. Fight over these. I already claimed the last one. If anybody wants to fight me, I got a hot iron with their face on. Whoa! Whoa! I can take the first one. Go I'll for take it. the second one. Because... All right. <clears throat> Have at it. Okay. Um. Let's see. Japanese I'm sorry people. in advance for uh, you doing this one. Just want to put that out there. Thank you. Japanese beauty products print English backwards on package so women can take better selfies. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Hold on. I must be on the, uh, on a different article or something. Um, okay. It says it looks like a mistake, but the packaging is exactly how the company wants it to be. Um, I get as much of a chuckle as anyone else over spectacular linguistic screw-ups, and one of my favorites is when I come across a product or movie background with Japanese kanji characters written backwards. Of course, sometimes Japan's attempts at using English are pretty far off the mark, too. And at first, that might look like what's happening with Roto Pharmaceutical Skin Aqua Sunblock. Sure, the tube is decorated with a silhouette of Disney's Alice in Wonderland, but the more eye-catching thing is that the English text on the container is completely backwards. Oh my gosh. But what's weird is that the tube comes packaged in a plastic wrapper, and on the wrapper, Skin Aqua is written correctly. So what's going on? Is this the UV blocking industry's equivalent to the inverted Jenny? The printing mistake turned collector stamp with the upside down plane whose name I had to look up? Should you go out and buy as many tubes of Skin Aqua as you can, then quit your job knowing you've secured financial security by acquiring assets that are guaranteed to go up in value? Probably not. See, while the printing on the Skin Aqua is backwards, that's by design. Skin Aqua's Tone Up UV Essence, as this particular variety is called, doubles as a cosmetic product with a pearlescent ingredient that leaves the skin looking clean and shiny. Because of that, it's become a hit with young Japanese women. 
And since that's a demographic that loves to snap and share selfies, Roto purposely printed the text on the tube backwards so that it'll be readable when you point your camera at yourself in the mirror and take a photo to share on social media. The mirror image writing is also evocative of the through the looking glass start to Alice's adventures, but the primary goal is to make it easier for Japanese women to show off their well-maintained skin and the product behind. You could say that's kind of vain, in which case you'll be happy to know that the backwards English skin aqua is a limited quantity deal, and in any case, anything that makes people more conscious of the importance of properly protecting their skin from the health-damaging effects of the sun's violet, ultraviolet rays is probably a good thing. There was an episode of Married with Children where Kelly became super popular and Bud thought it was a great idea to sell her bath water. Oh, boy. I mean, I'm not surprised, because I'll say this. I'm not saying we all would, but there's a lot of us here. And they found out that their favorite, their, one of their favorite celebrities is selling their bath water. You'd buy some of it. I wouldn't. It sounds disgusting. I said some, not all. <laughs> That'd be a nope. That's a nope. That's, That's a nope for me. A nope for me, Alex. That's why I said some, not all. <laughs> we know who this is. Okay. Actually, okay. I w personally, I wouldn't. You don't know what they do in the bath. Let's just keep it that way. <laughs> uh, I'll take the next one, I guess. Go for it. Kanagawa man arrested for unlawful licking of hair. As what? opposed to lawful licking? Pair? That reminds what? me of a story. Huh? That reminds me of a story. Oh, God. I will tell it off air. Okay. <clears throat> That's what you're into. Oh, it wasn't me. <laughs> oh, you best believe it wasn't me. Wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> On a warm May day last year, a 29-year-old employee was making her way through a bustling JR Shin Yokohama section station in Kanagawa Prefecture. That's new. <clears throat> However, after riding up the escalator, she began to notice an uncomfortable sensation on the back of her head, and then she felt a warm, transparent fluid stuck to it. Ew. She must have immediately recognized it as saliva because she wasted no time reporting a strange substance to nearby police. The authorities con concurred and began searching for the person who put it on her. Using security camera footage, they managed to track down 23-year-old Ryo Kikuchi of Fuji. Fujisawa City, and thanks to DNA evidence being a positive match with his, the case was as good as closed. He now faces charges for assault for applying saliva to the woman from behind because police were initially unsure how exactly he did it. However, he just came out and said, I lick the woman's hair. <clears throat> I get... And it says, we're going to rest sure, but... At, at least, at the very least, he's gonna have to explain this at every job interview for the rest of his life. And this but, is me pulling again, Bill, in regards to this article. Ah, uh, yes, my prior conviction. Funny story. You know how most people complain about a hair in their food? Well, not me. You see. We really should have pulled the victim for a keen appraisal of the situation. Had, had the author been in their shoes, they probably would have just assumed they leaned against something or a drain pipe or something to that effect. And hey, they made a 
but she was just surprised they made an investigation out of it. And a creepy guy gets as much you know, come up, come up, comeuppance. But that's, so that'd be a lesson to all you other guys and gals are feeling uncomfortable urge to go around licking other people's hair. It's not worth it. It's also a shame that Tenka Turimasu fried chicken stands didn't release her girls, girls' hair flavor until December. What? Yeah, that was my facial expression from earlier. Um, let's just say I have a feeling that'll be on next week's Meanwhile in Japan. Meanwhile in Japan. Oh god, the image the just for us looks just so terrible. Yeah, well, I decided to kind of walk away from that for just a scotch. For those of us who want to uh, write out of this particular article, viewers, start your engines! I don't know if you can hear the steam. I heard it. Jap- I was going to say, <laughs> Japanese street racer grannies are taking mobility scooters into streets. Scooters. Wow. Scooters into streets, blocking traffic, and granny don't give a fuck. She may be old, but she's got all the time in the world. Oh man. That a sounds wild? like an old that sounds like the tagline for a racing movie about old people. <laughs> a while back, an elderly Japanese woman was spotted driving her compact Toyota Vitz hatchback, not on the street, but on the sidewalk. That's obviously not how things are supposed to be done. So uh honestly uh, okay. Uh, sidewalk is for people, and cars belong on the road, right? <laughs> However, ideally, yes. Yes, Japanese in a perfect Twitter world. Users, Mura Ooo and his friends were out for a drive in Kanagawa Prefecture when they spotted what, in mind of the motorist on camera, an arguable gray area. Shot in the vicinity of Takai Daigaku Mei Station in the town of Hadano. The video in the article shows almost no traffic at all ahead of at Moda 000's car. We say almost though, almost, maybe, slightly, because there is one motor vehicle in front of him. A senior citizen riding a mobility scooter. With the car just barely creeping along, one of Mora's friends who's inside the car asks how fast they're moving. The speedometer says zero kilometers per hour. Responds Mora, we're not going fast enough for it to register anything. At that point, a pedestrian walking in the opposite direction appeared on the sidewalk, and their steps seemingly produced greater forward motion than the scooter, and Mora 000 is stuck behind. In recent years, Japanese cities have been encouraging people to stop riding their bicycles on the sidewalk, which is common in many communities, and instead ride in the street. However, mobility scooters are still allowed and legally confined to pedestrian walkways. And even bikes are supposed to stick close to the shoulder of the road, not roll down the middle of the lane, as the scooter does in the video. Actually, the updated bike policies may not have anything to do with the elderly street scooter jockey, as one Twitter commenter chimed in that says that he's spotted this woman several times over the years, with no choice but to follow along slowly behind her as she makes her way to the hot springs of the area's uh, Surumaki Onsen district. Granny's gotta get her spa day on, apparently. Despite Mora's inability to stifle their laughter, 
Several commenters complimented him for his consideration and not leaning onto his horn, tailgating, or revving his car's motor, or otherwise trying to intimidate the granny. Though he did refer to her as the legendary street racer of Kanagawa. In his tweets, and jokingly said he'd never to be able to forgive her for blocking her on the racing line. More than a few commenters also said how impressed they were of the woman's calm demeanor and refusal to be hurried, despite the fact that she almost certainly could see that there was a car behind her by looking at the scooter's mirrors. I hope I can be like her someday, said one Twitter user, but hopefully the laid-back senior opts for safety of the sidewalk in the future. It's the little old lady from Kanagawa. <laughs> that was good. I like that one. As oh, she needs, she needs to get a truck horn on it so she can be like. <laughs> and as Bob Coffee says, can't wait for the anime adaptation Rojin D. Rojin in the nineties. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm glad I wasn't the only one that wasn't thinking initial T. Okay. <laughs> I am so glad I wasn't. This is a heartbeat. Have you both those go? <laughs> oh my god. Got some move playing in the background. <laughs> Blast my desire. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was that that was kind of bad. It, it it really was. All right. Shall we shall we wrap it up? Yes, yes please. please. All right. Wrap it up. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. So if you like, so thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for supporting us. Um, we are a bunch of independent podcasters and Twitchers and YouTubers. We do this for the fun of it. So what we're telling you what we like and don't like, we're being straight up. I mean, do these faces really lie? Just saying. <laughs> you get that from me, Wild Spice. <laughs> if, if you have any questions about the show, ideas, suggestions, all that good stuff, uh, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com that might change to you might just have to go to our website and just go to the submit page or something like that but right now it's podcast at animejamsession.com we want to know what's up we're here to believe you check out our website at animejamsession.com and we've made I've made some slight tweaks if you click on the photos you'll see links to the magfest photos from 2019 it'll take you to our to our Facebook page um, I will be making links to some of our older photos and stuff like that so you can definitely check them out I'll bring back the little uh, button so you can see the rest of the cosplay photos which is pretty cool so definitely check out our site at animejamsession.com you'll see our YouTube videos anime reviews, convention reviews our podcast, cosplayer interviews and all that cool stuff animejamsession.com and don't forget to check us out on iTunes, Stitcher TuneIn Radio, <laughs> Google Play Play FM, any program that you use for looking up uh, podcasts. I use CastBox for Android. It's pretty good. Or Beyond Pod. Just look up Anime Jam Session. Check us out. You can also leave us reviews on a lot of these sites. So if you don't want to drop an email, leave us a comment. It'd be pretty awesome. 
and our social media page. Find us at youtube.com slash anime jam session, twitter.com slash anime jam session, and facebook.com slash anime jam session. And to be perfectly honest, I just want to say thank you to everybody who follows us on our social media pages. Because to be perfectly honest, we couldn't do it without you, really. We really appreciate the love. So, yeah. Okay, so we're going to go around the room. Last words, Ari. I'm ready to fall asleep again. You can go. Last words, <laughs> Ichigo. Well, I'm going to get ready for Katsukon, and if I see you there, then you're not square. And if I don't see you there, then hopefully I'll see you the next time. Bye for now. Last words, Wild Spice. Bedtime. Woo. My last words. Um, I got some stuff in the kitchen to clean up, and I might put, get in a little Kingdom Hearts playing, so I got stuff to do tomorrow. But that's it. End of list. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, episode 394. So I'm Ronma. I'm Ari. I'm Ichigo. I'm Wild Spice. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Bye. See you later. Say good night, Wild Spice. Good night, Wild Spice. Perfect. That's it. I think we're out of here. Good night, y'all. I have to say, that's the first time the ending song just ended as we were all going off, so I had no time to, to phase out, so we're out of here. Good night, y'all. Hey, don't forget the mute now. I gotta play the last, I gotta play end credits now. Good night. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!